This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Welcome to the show here on this first day of November. Great to have you with us. Hope you'll join our conversation and present us with maybe something new. That's what our program's all about, and it's the day after the Halloween, so we probably have pumpkins sitting around. I was just reading that uh, you shouldn't just throw the pumpkin in the trash. Apparently, you know, then they go into landfills. We produce, I guess, billions of pounds of pumpkins every year in the United States. And if they go in the landfill, then they decompose and, and create methane, which is a, a bad greenhouse gas than carbon dioxide as far as its uh, heat trapping abilities and uh, you should uh, you should compost it that's what I was reading throw it under even even if it's just throwing it under you know some bushes or something on your property let it just uh, or you could do like uh, our Deanna Haraluck our morning news anchor here at KGMI and uh, roast it up and feed it to your cats I had no idea that cats or dogs I guess like pumpkin cooked pumpkin and it's good for them Mm. this is what she was telling me anyway i have not investigated any further but she said her cat loves it so maybe cook it up for your cat (laughs) may i might try that i've never done that we've got a couple of cats at home see if they like the the roasted pumpkin but um and if it's good for their digestive systems i guess why not but, uh, yeah, thanks for joining us here, as I said, on uh, November 1st. And uh, we've got, one, well, less than a week now until Election Day. Get your ballot in. And um, people concerned about outside money coming in. At this late date, why would uh, an organization do- donate you know, $75,000 to a campaign, that uh, the anti-jail campaign, or the you know, no, no mega jail in Ferndale campaign, I guess is what it is, um, Seems like coming late to the party. A lot of money coming late. I mean, you couldn't even churn out the yard sign. Whatever. I mean, what are they going to spend all that money on? But uh, an Interesting little sidelight there. And um, uh, But as I said, get your your ballot in and let's, you know, let's participate. It's a local election this time around. And uh, they say all, all politics is local. No, they're definitely important local races up on the ballot. Uh, so, as I said, we want to hear from you. Let's get started with, uh, I mentioned pumpkins and CO2 or greenhouse gases, and that's what Bruce, well, not the pumpkin part, but uh, the CO2 is on Bruce's mind. Hi, Bruce. Hi, Joe. Yeah, I'd like to, I'd like a piece of pumpkin pie. Yeah, me too. I love pumpkin pie. <laughs> we have to bake some up here. <laughs> yeah, well, on, on this, uh, yesterday I was listening on your show, and there was a caller who said that too much CO2 is bad for the agricultural plants. Uh, it, it, it's like getting too much, like humans getting too much CO2, and they can cause them to, I don't know, it can have negative effects on them, and I believe that. But I just did a little bit of research at the University of California, Davis, Mm-hmm. Uh, which happens to be one of the top agricultural schools in the world. And I, I searched for uh, yield increases from CO2 in the atmosphere uh, on research down okay. there. Okay. And they found that uh, the yields increased or have been increasing about 10%. Ten ten percent, like what annually or what? I, that's yeah, like each, a lot. Each each crop, okay. Each each crop has been increasing in their yield in their production of of vegetables or uh, or uh, fruits or okay. whatever about ten percent. Now, did they attribute this to increased levels of carbon dioxide in the air? Yes, in the atmosphere. Really? Yes. And this was UC Davis. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll have to go look the at University that. University of California, Davis. Okay. And then if I if I could make one short comment about the bent key, there was a caller that called in and said that it, he thought it was kind of 
pokey or some some comment like yeah, that. Yeah, this was a I, streaming I, I service. Yeah, he, the, he I, I, let, well, I just let me t- tell folks. Yeah, a caller late in the show yesterday talked about this bent key uh, streaming service. I guess that um, that he had heard about on the the Dennis Prager show, and he went and uh, apparently signed up for this. I, 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 I'm assuming that it required him to give a credit card number or something to get signed up for it, and then he said it was hokey and not worth it. But what, what's your, what, what are your thoughts on that? You got any more information? Well, I, I, I heard this gentleman on Prager's show uh, a couple weeks ago. Okay, and so I, I, I didn't, I didn't uh, make any any further investigation on it on the computer. Okay, but after this gentleman called in yesterday. I made a quick search, and I thought it was a first-class website. Okay. Uh, oh. it's, a, it's a good alternative to the woke nonsense that Disney's been producing. Okay. If you're concerned about your children, it's a, it's a good family-oriented cartoon website. Is That's it primarily, primarily cartoons? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. So what kind of, what themes are the cartoons or are they old school cartoons that we grew up with or what are they? Well, I, I, I didn't go too deeply into it, but I think they take a lot of the ideas from Disney without copyright problems Hmm. and redo them to more values, which are, uh, could I say conservative oriented? Okay. All right. So, okay. So no, no, uh, yeah, no transgender themes, no, uh, no, no, no acceptance of, of, uh, of, of any, any kind of, uh, you know, any, you know, questioning of sexuality, that sort of thing or. Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah. All right. All but right. I, I should note also that in my search, uh, as a caveat, uh, don't click on subscribe. Research on the on the parts of the website okay. that you can without subscribing. Okay. If you like it, then subscribe. All right. They, like Ben, and, uh, you know, uh, Tom and Jerry storm the Capitol. Anything like that on there? <laughs> <laughs> Just messing with you, Bruce. But thanks. Okay. All right. Appreciate thanks, it. Joe. All right. Take care. Have a great day. Let's go to uh, Jim in Bellingham. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. How are you? Good. How you doing? Oh, good enough, I guess. Uh, okay. I'm kind of on the other side of the uh, caller ahead of me there. Uh, I looked at the Counterpunch website. Uh, they have a one article today called Any Antidote to Climate Anxiety Involves Organizing. A guy named Paul Messerschmitt-Glavin. Uh, so I... It's not a very long article, uh, but of course uh, it deals with the um, climate in a exact opposite way as your other caller. That you know we shouldn't be obviously not uh, uh, be poisoning the atmosphere and overheating it. Uh, there's a statistic I could mention. There's I think 10 million or 10 billion. I think the one billion is one you may know. Sea creatures died during that heat wave a couple of years ago. You know it was 111 degrees and Mm-hmm. Uh, so this time snow crabs of at least 10 million of them have been found dead, you know, so that's going to put more people out of work, but the much worse, uh, message it's leaving us is that we, uh, do have a serious problem and you, we can't just let it go by the wayside. Otherwise, you know, we're looking at some pretty serious problems. And, uh, so I just like to plug, uh, young, fresh fellows, uh, one band I mentioned before, if you want to get similar lyrics and and wording to the article I just mentioned. They have a song called Sharing Patrol Theme, and you can call it up on the on the uh, Internet. Hmm. So other than that, uh, I have another topic. I'll wait for till tomorrow if unless you want me to so, go ahead. I, I usually like to leave other people a chance to talk, too. So. so is there a genre of climate rock now? Climate? Uh, not that I know of. Okay. The, the lyrics actually are about... Uh, Robin Hood, but the, the oh. lyrics themselves were uh, essentially the similar in what they were conveying than uh, as the uh, uh, article on Counterpunch was today, because it wasn't a long article. I didn't want to 
cite all the lyrics and all the text of the uh, article. So I uh-huh. I'd leave you. It's, it's a nice okay. city, and right. uh, cool. it's it's more about more than the climate. It doesn't really address climate because it was before the climate, but it's a wonderful uh-huh. little song. And uh, uh, anyway, I'll uh, get to other stuff, I guess, uh, tomorrow or whatever. So all right, Jim. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for your call. Appreciate it. I think, um, you know, what it was, was the band, was it Foreigner that did Heat of the Moment? Heat of the Moment? Maybe that, they, they were onto this before uh, some of these new artists were, uh, you know, um, you know, feeling hot, hot, hot. There's another one. <laughs> I'm being a little bit facetious here, but uh, we'll take a quick break. We got Rich and John. Let's check into our Ferndale, in with our Ferndale guys in just a moment. And uh, we hope to hear from you here on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Whatever's on your mind, we want to hear from you. Paid political announcement. This is Sheriff Bill Elfo. For the past 25 years, I've worked to keep our community safe. To do my job, I've needed help from leaders like Whatcom County Council Member Kathy Kirshner. I've worked closely with Kathy during her eight years on the council. Her leadership and dedication to public safety as the number one purpose of local government is unparalleled. Kathy is a strong, steadied, principled leader with a deep understanding of the complex issues we face. Her work resulted in more deputies in the community, which means deputies reach people who need help faster. Councilmember Kirshner has my complete support. If community safety is important to you, vote Kathy Kirshner for County Council District 4 by November 7th. Hi, I'm Kathy Kirshner. Thank you for your decades of service to our community, Sheriff Elfo. It's been an honor to work with you keeping Whatcom County safe. Paid for by Vote Kathy Kirshner. With today's rising costs, it can be a challenge to feed your family. And Little Caesars wants to give back to our community with a Customer Appreciation Day. And not just one day, every Tuesday. Pick up two large cheese or two pepperoni pizzas plus free crazy bread for just $13.99. You heard right, $13.99. No need to order ahead. Just walk in and they will have it hot and ready. Or if you prefer to call ahead, they will be happy to take your order. And now you can place your two for Tuesday deal for online orders too. Just download the Little Caesars mobile app or visit them on the web at littlecaesars.com. Choose your closest Whatcom County or Skagit store. Add two classic pizzas and a crazy bread to the cart and enter the promo code two for Tuesday at checkout. That's the number two for Tuesday at checkout. It really is that easy. Where else can you feed your family, friends, or crew for just $13.99? Little Caesars, the world's easiest way to pizza. Locally owned and operated in Whatcom and Skagit County since 1988. Pizza, pizza. Jump for joy because Summit Adventure Park in Bellingham is coming to PNW Perks this Thursday. You can score a two-hour jump pass for two at Summit Adventure Park for half the price this Thursday at pnwperks.com. Don't get stuck inside this winter. Get to Summit Adventure Park, the place for fun, exercise, and the best birthday parties. With high-performance trampolines, giant slides, dodgeball, wall climbing, and so much more. You'll love Summit's new monthly membership. Become a member for just $25 and jump for two hours every day for just $25 a month. Plus, Summit has the best birthday packages in town. Invite all your friends for two hours of fun, including pizza and no cleanup for mom and dad either. And monthly members receive 20% off the best birthday parties. Head to summit.com for more information on memberships and birthday parties. And this Thursday at pnwperks.com, get a two-hour jump pass for two at Summit Adventure Park for the price of one. Summit Adventure Park on Meridian next to Home Goods in Bellingham. All right, I found this song. as Asia did Heat of the Moment. All right, get that straight. Good to have you with us here on this uh, Wednesday here on AGMI Connects. And hope you do give us a call. Let's go right back to the phones. And uh, Rich in Ferndale joins us. Hi, Rich. How's it going today, Joe? Doing all right. How you doing? Not too bad. Weather's going to change, but it's that time of year, so yeah. it'll be fine. It's supposed to get a lot of rain over the next few days, I guess. That's what they say, up to a couple inches. But they've been wrong lately. It's usually about half of what they say, what we get. So that's okay. That's always yeah. been my experience, you know, in, in living in snowier climbs too. That when they say we're going to get hammered, usually it's Not like that. nothing or whatever. And when they say, you know, we might just get a little bit, then uh, that that's when the the big storm sneaks in. But anyway, 
So the news uh, talking about the $75,000 donation of the no campaign for the jail. Uh-huh. It is perplexing that it's legal for out-of-area funds to come in and influence an election on a local matter. It, you know, democracy is for sale, and it's for sale to whoever spends the most on campaigns. And if you know, it's one thing if it's in your own community, but this is from Seattle or something. It is from it a group is, in Seattle, yeah. How lame. Campaign finance reform would be nice. You know, McCain fined gold, what, 20-some years ago? limits the amount a person can privately donate to campaign, but then they created the super PACs, which is a complete end run around that that law. And now the funds are unlimited, but not directly tied to a candidate, which is kind of BS. I don't know. It's, it's very yeah. odd, but... Not tied it, to a people, candidate, but they, you know, totally endorse a candidate or, or yeah. support a candidate or... Or uh, you know, so corrupt. Yeah, oppose another candidate. Yeah, oh. if there was limits on that, things would be more fair. See, most general public doesn't really dig into an issue when they vote. They hear this, they hear that, they see signs, they spend twenty seconds looking at an issue. But name recognition and the amount of signs, the amount of advertisements in the media is what gets people to vote that way. It's I wonder, though, human nature. I wonder how effective it is, especially when Very it's it, when it's in the day. And we don't really get with our local races the way, you know, when when it's campaign season, like oh, the last time, you know, the, uh, we had the challenger to uh, Patty Murray, for instance, and these ads are on over and over and over and again, and, 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 just, and it's just. After a while, it just seems like it's it you know that just turns people well, isn't off. That what brainwashing does that. It's repetitive things. It doesn't have to be true or right. It just has to be repeated, 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 repeated. It's like subliminal programming. That's what brainwashing is. And you spend enough money on a candidate, generally they win. Yeah, I, I'm sure there's I studies. Wonder. You should look it up on the internet. I, I, had a I it would be interesting. It is an interesting question. How how effective is it? Because we are, you know, the, the, you know, we in the media report on it. Okay, they, this candidate raised this much money, and this candidate's way ahead in raising this way behind. But it'd be interesting to see what how that how effective that really is. If that well, or if that's just a way we have to to. You know, gauge the horse race, you know. Well, I can guarantee you one thing. A candidate who spends no money on advertising at all will lose. Well, guarantee. yeah. I'm sure there's a point, yeah, when you're not visible at all that you're you're going to suffer for it, yeah. I had a question for you. Okay. Remember last week I mentioned the October 18th uh, uh, Capitol protest? Where protesters were inside the Cannon Building. Did you ever look into that or click on the link? Yeah, and what I saw was that there were some uh, some some Jewish groups that actually uh, took part in that. And you know, we've had this before. I I mean, a sit-in or a protest. They arrested a lot of people at that thing. Hundred and something people. Said well, in the article, I read the whole thing. Then, the, well, then, then they then they were arrested. Um, okay. Uh, but it but, was no big deal, right? I'm glad you well, didn't, read it a little bit. They didn't it, smash yeah, windows or or bash their way into the building and then and then deface the building in different ways. And, and well, most of the January six people didn't do that either. The damage was very minimal, actually. Well, many people were there. Yeah, but was, but but some certainly did, and and some yeah, had, few. you know, I mean, very few. Uh, I don't know. If you look at like, you look at what happened at the Capitol, you can't even compare that to what anything well, we've seen before or since. A lot since. of the same words. A lot of the same words. Uh, protesters in the building, arrest. Okay. A lot of parallels right. there, and it's not in the news. It was just a nothing burger. You know? I don't know. If you want to discount protesters. what happened on January sixth, go ahead. Nope, but, I don't. Okay. I want to compare it to all relevant similar things in the last couple right. of years. That's okay. what I want to do because that's fair. Okay. I don't know that we've seen anything that's. It comparable in any way, shape, or BLM. form to what we saw. BLM, what? BLM, twenty twenty rights. Seattle, Portland. No, they the, the never. DC they Seattle, Portland. Huge, huge injuries, big time. They didn't attack our the seat of government and try to to try to disrupt the the the, the, the workings yes, of the U.S. Congress. They tried to disrupt the White House and the church near the White House, and this was eight months before January sixth. There, huh. the re, the police reported more injuries there. Than from, than from January 6th. And, of course, that's only available in the Epic Times and the stuff that they researched oh, okay. with government numbers. Yeah, but the Epic yeah, Times, of right. course, is no good, right? All right, yeah. Well, it is oh, quite... It is, well, it is quite... Uh, and CNN quite is perfect, right? Slanted. CNN it is. is perfect. 
I never CNN said no. I never. I never said CNN was perfect. I know you did, but you think it's credible. I, I think, think it's credible, credible on on some issues by and by and large, but everything when it is comes, biased, as the caller said right, yesterday. Right. Everything. Okay. All right, Rich. That's why I look at both. All right. Have a good day. Too. You too. We'll see ya. Uh, let's see. Let's. Well, we let's go to John in Ferndale. Hey, John. Hey, Joe. Isn't it great to hear Rich lie to himself? Well, <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, uh, obstructing an official procedure that is a violation of of the Insurrection Act right there. And 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 anyway, January 6th cannot be compared. Look, I don't like if somebody burns down a Target store, that's bad mm-hmm. because well, yeah. they're mad or angry or whatever. I, I'm not for that. They should be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. But they didn't try to steal the presidency and, you know, and all that. Um, I uh, I just wanted to uh, uh also uh, put my voice down for we need a new jail just for humanitarian reasons alone. The old ones got black mold, and we got, you know, tons of people that don't fear the law and need to spend some time in jail. Uh, that's just the way it is. If you don't have that kind of capacity. Um, okay. Uh, the uh, There is an environmental song, uh, uh, the one that popped to my mind from the 90s from uh, R.E.M., Okay. It's called uh, Don't Fall on Me. Great song. Okay. Don't Fall on Me. Um, and I'll just wrap this up with, uh, a, a, like, the new speaker of, of the House, Mike Mike Johnson. He's a Bible-thumping radical wacko, right? Okay. He, look, I love to read the Bible. It's wonderful. I think everyone should read the Bible. But you can't believe every single thing in the Bible. Some of it makes no sense whatsoever. Case in point, the story of Elisha from 2 Kings chapter 2, verses 23 to 25. Now listen to this. So Elisha is coming from Bethel, and he passes a group of young lads. They say to him, go up, you bald head. Go up, you bald head. Now, I don't know what that, what that meant back then, but apparently it's a really strong diss. <laughs> Disrespected our man, Elisha. So what happened? God sends uh, two female bears to kill 24 of them. Rip them apart, Joe. Hmm. Dead. Because they called Elisha a baldy. Now, you know, um, you can't compare that story to the words of Christ. You, you, you know, that's sort of like, it's kind of like Noah's Ark. And, and now, you know, you've got fundamentalist Christians saying, oh, no, there was dinosaurs on, on the Ark. Like, hmm. okay, like Brontosaurus and uh, T-Rexes take, and Allosaurus yeah, and Velociraptors. I mean, come on. Come on. You know, <laughs> like, like you have to have common sense. And this new speaker, like uh, the clock is ticking and we'll see how long he last so hopefully long enough to get some 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 funding through for the the war in israel and and uh the 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 war in ukraine where what two hundred thousand people have been murdered by the russians in in ukraine i mean yeah um anyway uh we we have to have separation of church and state it's there for a reason and we you know like i don't think anybody wants a theocracy except, you know, the, the super fundamentalist whack jobs. All right. Okay, thanks, John. And uh, we hope to hear from you. And Big Yellow Taxi, that's another environmentalist uh, environmental song, I would say. Joni Mitchell's classic. But KGMI connects 360-676-5464. Back in just a moment. Hi, this is Marcia Neal with Guided Solutions, formerly Vibrant USA. If you are on Medicare or if you and your family are on individual health insurance, the time to call us is now. You have a short window of time each year to review your health insurance coverage. To be sure you have the most cost-effective coverage for 2024, give Guided Solutions a call at 866-733-5111 and our helpful agents will be happy to assist you. How safe do you feel? Fentanyl has crept into our schools and our community. Children, friends, and neighbors, this affects us all, and I'm frustrated with the lack of urgency regarding this crisis. I'm Hannah Ortis, and as your next Whatcom County Council member, I am committed to having hard conversations 
so that we can find real solutions. Our most vulnerable are depending on us to put people over politics. This is my home, and I will represent each and every one of us. I'm Hannah Ortis, and I ask for your vote this November. Paid for by Hannah for Whatcom. The biggest shopping event of the year is happening at DeWard and Bodie this Thursday, November 2nd. And if you're listening, you're invited. Celebrate the fourth annual Black Friday Early Access Shopping Event at DeWard and Bodie's Meridian Showroom. Enjoy gourmet food from professional chefs, craft beer and wine. Enter to win incredible prize giveaways and get exclusive early access to Black Friday deals. Reserve your free tickets right now on DeWard and Bodie's website or Facebook page. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Tired of inefficient heating, poor indoor air quality, and rising energy bills? Contact West Mechanical today to explore going ductless with a system from Mitsubishi Electric Heating and Air Conditioning. Find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Great to have you with us here on this Wednesday afternoon. Let's go to David in Sudden Valley. Hi, David. Hi, how you doing? Very good. Hey, I, I just wanted to, uh, I don't know where to start. Actually, that last caller you have, uh, just amazing to me. He loves to hear himself talk, but don't, knows very little. Uh, you know, the new... Uh, House Speaker, he doesn't want to start a theocracy. Um, obviously, that's not even possible. But uh, also, he doesn't know the scriptures very well. He likes to hear himself uh, talk a lot. But okay. what I really called about was just the um, the uh, uh, Jewish group, like you said, was protesting the Capitol. Uh-huh. They're talking about uh, they weren't Jewish. They they went in pretending to be Jewish, a Jewish group representing Jews, but they weren't. They were some other group. Um, Basically, masquerading, and uh, you wonder about them. They disrupted the Congress. They disrupted the. Um, they were in the. On. They were in the office building. Yeah, yeah. they, they uh, stopped business. Okay. That, that was the point. That's what happened to January six people too. They stopped business. That's what they're being charged for interfering with uh, government function. And uh, but I don't see any of these people being arrested and thrown in jail for like, sometimes twenty, thirty years. Uh, one years, I think, and. It's just double standard that bothers me. Yeah, I don't know. It's this the fellow that you're talking to, I hear him quite often. And uh, don't you just get tired of hearing blabbering about what he knows little little about? Okay. Uh, yeah, it's uh, just amazing. Anyway, I'm going to start start uh, sounding like me if I don't get off the phone here. All right, David. But, uh, Appreciate your anyway, call. Anyway, uh, I, I wish to give some pushback on him because he really is kind of. Uh, Fringe nut. I'm not sure where he gets his news or where he read what he reads, but it's usually all wrong. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Well, you're not the only well, one that that has that take on on his ideas, but uh, yeah. And, and talking what, about, I think Tong and uh, talking about John and Ferndale. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's the guy. All right. Yep. I would what say, though, as far as the protesters at the Capitol, January 6th was something like we've never seen before. We had people showing up no, in battle gear and uh, and and well, actively beating on the police. Uh, the Capitol Police and injuring Capitol Police officers, breaking into the building, smashing windows, and oh, I, I agree, I agree, but still, it's it's not really a double standard. Somewhere. I don't see a double standard going on there. I mean, we've had pol- people who were rioting in uh, in in Seattle who have been arrested and faced uh, some pretty stiff uh, charges and stiff sentences, depending on what they did and what they were able to be identified as doing. I agree. Uh, it wasn't but, to the same extent, but so when people go in and protest uh, and disrupt things like that, they should be charged equally. That's the whole point. Uh, okay. Equal under the law. And right. um, and by the way, tell, tell John that uh, there's no such thing as uh, separation of church and state in the Constitution. You know, that was Thomas Jefferson wrote that, but uh, okay. you know, it right. would seem strange because he was a Christian, you know. <laughs> anyway. Okay. All right, David. Appreciate your call. Nope. Okay, thanks. Thanks. Bye. Let's go to uh, Michael in Linden. Hi, Michael. Hey, Joe. How are you today? Very well. You know, I am just uh, want to discuss what Michelle 
was saying the other day, because we hear Michelle speak quite a bit about hate speech, which, again, you know, people always ask, you know, they hear about hate speech and they wonder, uh, you know, where does hate speech or where does free speech stop and where does hate speech again? Uh-huh. The whole problem is, is there is no hate speech exception to the First Amendment. OK, hateful ideas are just as protected under the First Amendment as other ideas. For example, if you want to condemn all the Muslims, all the Jews, or all the blacks, all the whites, the illegal aliens, if you want to condemn the capitalists or the socialists, it's okay. Okay, That's protected speech. What's not protected speech and what is truly hate speech is what Michelle provided with us yesterday when she said that these people should be killed and need to be killed. Okay, that's a call for violence, and well, I think that yeah, and, should and, be reminded and, that okay. uh, what, you know, for someone who tells other people they shouldn't engage in hate speech, Michelle sure had a field day doing the same thing herself yesterday. And yeah. I just want to call out that hypocrisy. I just want to call that out. Well, and I, um, I think that's fair because there, you know, hate speech is not a. I mean, there aren't laws against hate speech. There are laws against uh, hate crimes. You know, there are crimes that are are. Um, classified as crimes of hate uh, that are directed at someone because of their race, their uh, sexual orientation, their sex, their what have you, because of who they are. So there there are hate crimes uh, when they are crimes that are actually, you know, physical crimes, I guess, if that's the right way to say it, uh, that are directed at someone. But yeah, to but hate speech is not as far as I know, I, I don't. I don't believe there are any laws against hate speech per se, like you say. So, okay. Yep. All right. And I just uh, was looking at, you know, what Jimmy Carter uh, had to say uh, as far as Hamas. You know, Jimmy Carter himself had went out in 2008 to try to negotiate a peace agreement. He met with Hamas leaders, and according to the report, they said that they would— um, as long as the Palestinian people themselves would approve the deal by a referendum or vote, they would offer Israel a 10-year truce if it would withdraw from the lands that were seized in the 1967 war. And this is something that, you know, Carter was trying to work on back in 2008. But, uh, you know, so these, these are still people, right? Jimmy Carter has met with them. He's, he's trying to work out on peace. These are not just people that you know, should not yeah. be listened to or killed. I don't believe in that. And I think that the bombing of innocent children in Palestine, instead of sending in like an elite military unit to go ahead and capture one of these Hamas leaders, is the way you should do it. You yeah. know, I, I think we should spare women and children whenever it's possible. And the United States and Israel have a long, sordid history of indiscriminate bombing of innocent people in Afghanistan, in Iraq, in Yemen, in Somalia, in all kinds of places, in Vietnam, you know, with napalm, indiscriminate bombing of innocent civilians in order to reach their ends or their goals. And this is just something that some people have a problem with. And all what we're hearing from the media on this Hamas-Israeli conflict, I just want to remind people, the same people that are telling you what they're telling you now are the same people that said there was weapons of mass destruction in Iraq or Iran that told you about the rescue of Jessica Lynch, that told you about the Pat Tillman firefight against the Afghanis, and talked about the ghost of Kiev in Ukraine. None okay. of these stories are true. And, and I'm just so tired of hearing John repeat and parrot the CIA disinformation that he heard on CNN the day before and talk like it's fact. Okay, Michael. Well, I, I I appreciate your call. There's there's a lot there that uh, I have that I have to agree with. Uh, not all, but and and often we are at uh, at great disagreement on issues. But um, but as when it comes to uh, uh, I guess seeing each other uh, through hum- humanitarian eyes, I think we we're on the same plane there. Uh, appreciate it. Let's go to uh, Lou in Linden. Hi, Lou. Oh, howdy, Joe. Yeah, your first caller mentioned that he thought that the, uh, uh, the rising levels of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere was hurting trees and plants. So I had to call in, Joe, and just point out to him and your listeners that if you look along I-5 or any highway 
and you look at the trees, the bushes, the plants, they're thriving. All right, they are. The carbon dioxide is food for the plants. They absorb it through their leaves, and they combine it with nutrients from the soil and water, and they're perfectly happy. They're thriving. And, in fact, Joe, um, I think that if we go to all electric vehicles, cars and trucks, the plants will whine and complain, where's my food? And they'll probably demand reparations or, or okay. subsidies from the government because all the food they've been getting from cars and trucks for decades all of a sudden will disappear because we've wow. gone all electric. Well, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, yeah, we'll have a plants are people uh, case uh, before the Supreme Court. But now I, I think now we have to be clear, though. I think you know vehicles emit carbon; uh, they, they uh, you know, burn carbon fuels. But I think you know, internal combustion engines primarily produce carbon monoxide, which I don't think is. I think that's. I don't think that's a nutrient for plants either. It's uh, deadly for us as well. I mean, carbon yes. dioxide is different. Our bodies treat it differently. We can expel carbon dioxide, but carbon monoxide, our system takes it in. That's why we can die from it pretty quickly because you know, our system, I guess, it, 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 our systems take it in like oxygen, thinking, oh, this is something we can take in and, and survive on when it, 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 we can't and we, and we suffocate. Yeah. But. The vehicles also produce carbon dioxide, uh, and you look at the plants and trees along they're the just road. Ha- they're, they're, they're fat and they're happy. Thriving. Okay, all right. Yeah, they're happy. All right, they they <laughs> sure they they sure swing in the breeze, I guess. If that's how we're judging their uh, state of mind, I, but there we go. Uh, you know, plants are people. But uh, we got a bunch of folks on the line. We'll get right to them here in just a moment. Three six zero six seven six KGMI. We want to hear from you too. GMC. I've done a great job with the new trucks. I'm blown away. Xavier Cortez is the owner of Northwest Chevrolet Buick GMC Cadillac. I love trucks. I really love trucks. Matter of fact, if you ever see me driving something around town, it's going to be a truck. But what they've done with a new model is absolutely amazing. Yes. I thought that GMC had really good competition with the other brands. But what they have rolled out this year and what they're coming with is absolutely untouchable. Great quality, super cool technology. How they look, how they drive, is can't compare with nothing in the market right now. Not because I sell it, because I, I'm a big fan of other makes and models. It's just because it's true. I've driven them and I'm absolutely in awe. GMC. We are professional grade. Northwest Chevrolet, Buick, GMC Cadillac. Hi, this is Marcia Neal with Guided Solutions, formerly Vibrant USA. If you are on Medicare or if you and your family are on individual health insurance, the time to call us is now. You have a short window of time each year to review your health insurance coverage. To be sure you have the most cost-effective coverage for 2024, give Guided Solutions a call at 866-733-5111 and our helpful agents will be happy to assist you. Jump for joy because Summit Adventure Park in Bellingham is coming to PNW Perks this Thursday. You can score a two-hour jump pass for two at Summit Adventure Park for half the price this Thursday at pnwperks.com. Don't get stuck inside this winter. Get to Summit Adventure Park, the place for fun, exercise, and the best birthday parties. With high-performance trampolines, giant slides, dodgeball, wall climbing, and so much more. You'll love Summit's new monthly membership. Become a member for just $25 and jump for two hours every day for just $25 a month. Plus, Summit has the best birthday packages in town. Invite all your friends for two hours of fun, including pizza and no cleanup for mom and dad either. And monthly members receive 20% off the best birthday parties head to summit.com for more information on memberships and birthday parties and this thursday at pnwperks.com get a two-hour jump pass for two at summit adventure park for the price of one summit adventure park on meridian next to home goods in bellingham hey whatcom county listen up 
Volunteerism is rapidly declining in food banks across the state of Washington, and that's a problem for families who depend on these community resources. That's why we're asking you to get back to action by signing up to spend an hour of your time at a local food bank today. Enough with the talk and the coulda, shoulda, wouldas. It's time to get up and prove it. Hunger relief needs all of us. Volunteer locally. Visit backtoaction.team to sign up at a local food bank near you. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Wednesday. Let's go to Craig and Alger. Hi, Craig. Hi, Joe. Thanks, sir. Uh, thanks for your program. Good to have you with us. Yeah, I'm changing the subject a little bit, but uh, I got a little, uh, little teary-eyed, started thinking about the past of, uh, I'm 70, my sister's 74, and she goes to these estate sales. Uh And she went to an estate sale of a very famous admiral, Ernest King. And he wrote a book. I got the book in front of me. It was written in 1946. And it talks about the 3,500,000 soldiers that gave us our freedom from Japan and Nazi Germany. And we all know that uh, soon on the 11th, uh, Veterans Day is coming up. Mm-hmm. And my dad said that my, my dad served in the Pacific. My uncle and two of my uncles were at D-Day on Normandy Beach and one cross France. And I think, and it makes me think about the assault on January 6th. Yeah, there was damage done. People was hurt. But what about the institution in and of itself? How about those men and women that saved us from speaking German or Japanese, which we, from according to my mother, and she remembers, she's 94, we came very close to losing that war. And so I think the attack on January 6th, it wasn't just physical, but it was attacking a monument that so many people had died in World War II and lived for. Uh-huh. That we we would have the audacity to even attack that. Do you know what I'm saying, Joe? Yeah, I do. Absolutely. I mean, it's not it's not about physical this, physical that, Black Lives Matter. And yeah, our our government has its problems, but that's an institution that saved us from a very very bad bad war. That we, if you read history, we really came close to losing that war, and but it wasn't for the tenacity of. 3,500,000 soldiers, and probably more, all over the world, we wouldn't be able to speak like we're speaking right now to you. So I hope everybody remembers that and tries to put things in perspective of all the little garbage that's going on, you know, and the, the fight between the Democrats and the Republicans. Because these people saved our country. For we, we So we can talk and we can uh, explain how we feel today and it's worth uh, worth us uh, it, it continuing to invest in it and uh, and to treasure it i agree with you and i agree too and it, it, like i say we have a lot of problems with our government yeah. but it was an it, it, it was an attack on the institution the institution in world war ii that saved us so we can live the lives we live today and veterans day is coming up soon and i hope everybody remembers it and remembers our World War II vets. All right. Thanks, Craig. I appreciate your call. You bet. Thank Thanks you. Thanks so much. Yeah. Important. I think important, important message. But uh, let's go to JT in Bellingham. Hi, JT. Are you there, JT? I'll put JT on hold. Maybe he's uh, stepped away from the phone. He's been on hold for a little bit. Let's see. Bill in Bellingham's on the line. Hi, Bill. How are you? Very good, very good. Uh, yeah, John was talking about the new Speaker of the House and him, uh, you know, trying to decide what, how to get money for uh, Ukraine and uh-huh. Israel. And I heard on the news that he wants to take money away from the IRS in order to get that money. Yeah, that's the that's a plan that House Republicans have come up with that I've well, read about. Okay, yeah, to... a week ago I was listening to Dave Ross on Cairo. Okay, he does his morning uh, 
little thing. Uh-huh. And he was talking about a meeting that was held in the Senate with uh, the IRS, and they were telling in the Senate that there was $530 billion a year that isn't being collected because the government does not have enough people in the IRS to do their work. Can you imagine that much money if it was, you know, not collected each year? And that's, yeah, it's adding to the deficit. And that's what that yeah. what I've seen is that uh, this uh, investing in the IRS, and it's not to go after you and me and your average taxpayer. That's it's, right. It's, it's aimed at, at, at least that's what we're told. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I guess there are those who will never believe it, but, uh, yeah. but that it's aimed at uh, wealthy tax cheats, people who yeah. are finding their ways around or or ignoring tax law or violating tax law. And Dave Ross was saying that in 10 years, if this money was collected, our government would be free of any uh, deficits in in the government. And they Hmm. wouldn't have to cut any programs. Hmm. Uh, It's just unbelievable that they would allow that to go on and on. Well, the IRS is an easy uh, target. It's low-hanging fruit, you know, as they say. Yeah, when I they, they want to, want to. nobody, nobody really has a warm spot in their heart for the IRS, I guess. So then, they, then we have these ads on TV, you know, opti, optima tax free, whatever it is. Uh-huh. You know, they, they, somebody owes the government thirty thousand dollars, and boy, they'll save you. This, this company will get you out for nothing. You know, you yeah. don't have to pay anything. What a bunch of crocs. Well, I yeah, I, I I'd be careful of those. That's yeah, what I, I, I have any, any kind be of any kind of a consumer uh, uh, advocate is. I've never seen one that says, "Yeah, get with these guys. They'll right. they'll save yeah. you all this money." You end up owing them forty thousand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks, Bill. Appreciate okay. it. Yeah, I think it's an important point. That, like I said, nobody loves the IRS, me included. But I mean. Everybody should pay their taxes, the taxes they legally owe, it seems to me. And if they're not, then the the agency should have a way to go after them, shouldn't they? But uh, let's see. Is uh, Let's see if JT – oh, we lost JT. If he, Maybe he'll call back. But we got Michelle in Bellingham on the line. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Joe. Um, I don't mind if Michael and Lyndon or anybody else wants to criticize me. That doesn't bother me at all. I've been criticized my entire life for being – the boldest woman you can imagine in the 1960s and 70s being openly gay was an incredibly difficult thing. And all my dad said, and here's a guy who's president of the Pearl Harbor Survivors Association telling me that I was the bravest person he ever knew. And, of course, in my my feeling, he was the bravest person I ever knew. But what I wanted to say was it's not hate speech when you advocate the death, and I mean the I don't mean torture or anything like that. I mean the death in combat of all the people, Hamas, who killed 1,400 innocent Israelis who had nothing to do with their – who had no, didn't deserve to die in any way, shape, or form. And there wasn't a war in their case. It was uh, uh, just a, a gross, horrible, horrible, inhumane activity. And those people do deserve to die. And uh, I don't care how they die, but they deserve to die. But what I was going to also say real quick is that uh, Washington State is about the same population, roughly 8 million, as Israel. Um, Of course, we're a much less dense state. Israel is a very dense country. Mm -hmm. But um, if, uh, if there were terrorists on the other side of the Canadian border and they advocated our total destruction and death, all of us, the way Hamas does for the Jewish nation. Um, I, If they came across the border, whether it was in OMAC or here or anywhere else, and they killed 1,400 of us, you can bet your bottom dollar this country would go across the border and kill all of them. I guarantee it. And, um, you know, it would happen. It would never be allowed, and the Israelis will not well, allow their population to be unfairly and mercilessly uh, killed. And and okay. that's all. It's not hate speech. It's realistic speech involving horrible 
horrible inhumanity. Okay. And that's what I have to say. Thank All right, you. Michelle. Appreciate it. And I have to say, though, I, I, you know, I mean, we, we have to be honest with each other that uh, at the rate we're going, we're never going to escape. I mean, as human beings, we're never going to escape this cycle of violence because one side attacks the other and which which comes first, which came first. I don't know if any of us could say this side struck first. I mean, in this instance, sure, Hamas attacked. But I mean, in this ongoing uh, conflict there in, between Israel and Palestine and and the, the broader Arab world, I mean, or in any conflict, uh, one act of violence begets another, begets another. It's back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And that's our... That's uh, what we're doomed to um, repeat over and 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 over again as human beings. But just it's just a reality, unfortunately. Let's go to JT in Bellingham. He's back with us. Hi, JT. Yeah, can you hear me now? I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, um, I just wanted to mention one thing, you know, when people – now, uh, I'm talking about John from Ferndale. When he was talking about it, he he had that story incorrect, just factually. It was Elisha. Okay. Which was the, the – and this was the event that occurred right after Elijah, or Eliah, is actually a more correct pronunciation of the name, Okay, um, had ascended in a fiery chariot to the uh, eternal heaven. Okay. So then he was, Elisha was walking back. So it was two different prophets. Elisha was the one who had the bald head. Elijah was a very hairy man. Okay. <laughs> I just want to get that out there because, right. you know, and it keys into what you're talking about in the Middle East because these are all sons of Abraham. Yeah. Well, okay. I'm talking about the yeah. Arabs and the Jews. Yeah. They're all yeah. children of the same genetic father. Okay, so it's really a giant family squabble, and I, I hope that um, reason and you know I'm not going to justify either side. I think that the offer that they made to dig a tunnel between the West Bank and Gaza should be accepted by Palestine, and they should accept normalization. There's the, you know I'm I'm just saying there's a plan offered. It's been mm. on the table for years. Um, well, like at least, I mean, th- this would be a good time for the for the um, citizens of Gaza to take a hold of their. Um, they have a right to live there, and they have a right not to be interfered with by Israel. Okay, well, and and I think a two state solution, I ultimately is the only solution if there is such a thing. It seems to me, but we'll be back tomorrow four o'clock to talk about it more, and I hope you'll join us then.